The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. This podcast has been brought to you by the gentlemen of pop culture. We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Meow. (laughs) Meow. Take me back to McDonald's. I want a meowy burger. (laughs) A a meal cappy meal. No, they want a um, fillet of fish. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. They shouldn't. It'll give them food poisoning. Oh, my cat is obsessed with chicken. Like, you say chicken and it's meow. But um, my brother got some KFC one day and come home and put it on his bed. And he's like, oh, I just need to quickly go to the toilet. Oh, no. Big mistake. My cat was in the box, like, eating the chicken. (laughs) We found him in the fridge once, like, eating leftover chicken it's so weird he sounds like you're living with garfield Wait. yeah he is. don't cook lasagna he is he's garfield he's so chicken cool. lasagna so your brother had the, the kfc on his bed mm. was it still in the kfc box yeah he, and, and so it's closed and everything yeah and the cat just came and tore the box open and yeah Wow. Basically. And also, then, who puts KFC on their bed? I know. He was about to sit down and watch them, like, eat, eat it on his bed and watch TV. I know, lazy, typical boy. But, um, yeah, my cat got to it. I know. Is it the coronavirus? Ha, ha, ha. Funny. Uh, this is, if this comes out in two weeks' time and half of the world is dead because of it, it this is not going to be funny. No, I don't. Because I, 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 um, we're going away. I don't think the stats are going to be half the world. No. 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 And um, also, point, point eight. It's, I mean, I don't want to piss on people's parade, but it's kind of just a flu, right? It is a flu. It's um, just a more, and and the other thing too is more people have died of the flu last year than that they have coronavirus yeah, yeah. town um, stations wait it, we more, started this last episode like that i know yeah, but no. you know if your if your immune system is already compromised that's where yeah. the danger lies yeah. if you're a healthy person then your ability to fight off coronavirus is is strong and this because it's I'm kind of a spready kind of concerned. one it's amazing the amount of mums <clears throat> i speak to that are just really not concerned about it they're like yeah but you know what? What does it? I've been watching this show. I'm quite interested in infectious diseases. Mm. Um, oh, did you watch the one? Um, what was the one that we watched, Lou? It's called Pandemic. Is it a TV yeah. series? Yeah. So I've been watching that, and I'm also reading a book about superbugs and viruses and mm. antibiotic resistance and all this jazz. Because I've just been, I studied a little bit of history at uni, and I was kind of interested in bubonic plague and you know how viruses. <laughs> anyway, like, yeah, horror all, bubonic plague. I've got a podcast for you. <laughs> you know, but how do you watch Pandemic? Is it on? Pandemic Stan? is on. Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it was Netflix. an yeah. episode of what was it called? The the series was called something. Explain. So, yeah, explained. That's the one. Mm. Mm. It's about explaining things. Yeah. <laughs> it's about I love man- how thoughtful you look when you say <laughs> it's, it. It's about mansplaining. <laughs> mansplaining the flu to you. Yeah. That would be, that'd be, that'd be funny. Look, uh, let me uh, let me just tell you about uh, people getting sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. you see if, uh, if somebody comes in there, uh, they're, they're sniffling. Uh, <laughs> Don't let them sneeze in your face. Yeah, that'll get you sick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, that's how I imagine. And when you get the flu, it's really, really, yeah. really, really bad. That's how I imagine mansplaining works. Uh, you've got to talk like that. Yeah, yeah. Like a real man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's this um, series called Pandemic, and it's really interesting. And there's a whole uh, 
episode on anti-vaxxing and stuff, and that just really ruffles my feathers to the point of, um, you know, anger. Yeah, because measles is com- – there's things that are making a comeback because people are not vaccinated. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's it, – yeah, I, I don't even want to get into it, but I always say hate is a strong word and that I don't really hate anybody, but – Actually, I don't know if we can say that. I strongly dislike people who are anti-vax. <laughs> we're probably going to lose a lot of listeners. Do you think, though, that we're, like, we've got now access to so much information. Like, mm. at the touch of a button, if you want to know something, you can find it out. Yes, but right? you're not necessarily finding out whether it's correct information. Exactly. Well, well, I mean, that's, that's the thing. well, that's part of it. But, like, do you think we're getting stupider like with access to all the information because people have a tendency to just grab a hold of things that confirm their beliefs yeah, yeah. and kind of ignore all the other empirical evidence to the contrary. Absolutely. And, and once something's reported once, then somebody else cites it and then another mm-hmm. person cites it and then all of a sudden it becomes something that you think might be fact because so many things have cited it but the original citation was incorrect, so now everyone's yeah. wrong. Well, here's one that uh, that uh, we've, we found interesting, and we've, I don't know if we've ever said it like in a recording or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Um, have you heard that uh, Aboriginal people uh, were classified as flora and fauna? Till 1967. That is... I a- did because it pisses me off to no end. Yeah. I always remember it, 1967. Because yeah. it's actually not true. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's no, ah, there was no, yeah, there was no Google f- it at some stage. Yeah. It's just like, it's fascinating because yeah. it's that whole Mandela effect thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There was no yeah. act of Flora Foreign Act or anything like that. Um, so the average- there were some atrocities. Yeah. Don't oh, get yeah, us yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no, no <laughs> there were some serious yeah. atrocities, but that particular fact was not a fact. Mm. <laughs> wow. It was somebody, somebody said it on a radio show mm. and then people just believed it from there. Uh, but there's no truth to it. And then it just got cited over and over again. It pissed Rachel off and then <laughs> now I've just been had my mind blown. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you have a good point, Lewis, as well. I think if you're searching something on Google, you're inclined to believe and look for things that you already believe. And then we build these communities yeah. um, that are, like, uh, I want to say cultivated, um, that's the wrong, curated mm. by ourselves of people that we want to be friends with and then they put up information that we really want to hear and so we're just like, I've seen it on Facebook so it must, must be, be true. true. Mm. Especially when they start joining groups and then oh, some, yeah. and the group is about one certain mm. thing and, I mean, this all, all of this vaccine thing started with a frigging autism scare where someone did a test like a not te- not not scientific test with twelve people, mm. and was like it's been like misproven. It's disproven. Been, it's yeah. been dis. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's been disproven yeah. so many times. Yet people yeah. are still mm. vaccines work. They work. They work. Mm. They fucking work. I mean, people. There have been the odd cases where people have died from a vaccine reaction, but you've got to look at the you know, majority of the mm. people that, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, yeah, but anything medical's got risks exactly. with it. Exactly. It's like an anaesthetic, you know. Mm. Anas- I mean, without anaesthetic, a lot of people are going to die, but with anaesthetic, you might get one in a million who has a reaction and dies. Mm. But, you know, that's just medicine. you got to yeah. weigh it all up. Yep. But the, the interesting thing. And have a good anaesthetist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The interesting thing is, is that we, um, in the past, before we had, uh, like, you know, the, the internet, like, became the way of life, before we had social media or anything like that, we had news 
that was on on TV. And we had a few stations, and the the news reporting was less sensationalist back in the day because there wasn't so much competition for people to mm. to you know get the the viewers yeah. and get the clicks Clickbait, and that, yeah. that sort of thing. And so back in the day, I think people had a more level understanding of things because things would get you know checked, fact checked before they got reported and those kind of things. But nowadays, people their news source is mm. from the the internet. Uh, it's largely from Facebook and it's largely from the the people you surround yourself, your community on Facebook. So if your community is very right leaning on Facebook, then they're just confirming all your biases. And similarly, if your uh, friendship group on Facebook is left leaning, they will also do the the same thing exactly so it's it's kind of weird that we're cocooning even though we're in a, in a, in a um you know uh, what's it called um the the 20, information superhighway i was gonna say it's it's like a 24-hour news they have to fill it with something yeah most of it's gonna be shit yeah yeah so but we're in, we're in the we've got the information <laughs> superhighway which we called it years ago but we've cocooned ourselves into these little pods where we're only reinforcing our own beliefs mm. um which is why you end up with people who believe the earth is flat in in the um it seems so like it mm. did you watch that documentary about the flat earthers i think it was on netflix no no i didn't watch that no oh my god it was really hard to watch because i'm like how can a sensible person believe this stuff it's like what do you think happens with the they've got a theory for everything mm, like mm. where uh, anyway i can't go there because it's just too ridiculous but anyway no, it's it's, it's just it's really strange. Like are you, back in the day, you can understand how people would would think that because they you know, didn't have uh, you know concept outside of that. Mm. They've never been up in airplanes. They've mm. never you know seen pictures from outer space. Now we have these things. We've seen outer space. We can see the Earth is round. We know how you know the day night thing works because the sun is up there and the the Earth is moving. And so it's just it's just beyond belief that there's people who are still like no, it's flat. Flat, there's monsters out there on the edge. So yeah, don't don't be going out the edge. But yeah, it's it's just we live in a very weird, weird world. Very, mm. very weird world. So bizarre. <laughs> Imagine twenty years ten years time, twenty years time, thirty years time. It's just ridiculous. Ah, oh, speaking of, somebody pointed out on, on Facebook that we are as close to twenty fifty as we are to 1990, and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want you to say that. Now I feel really old. It's wow. kind of like it's a fact, but it's one of those facts you just don't want to hear. 1990 just doesn't feel that far away, and 2050 feels a really far... Like, I can't believe it's been 30 years since 1990. <sighs> it just makes me feel soups old. Mm. Yeah, no joke. But anyway. <laughs> but it kind of is like, because 1990 was like we would have been nine. mm so it kind of does feel like a long time ago. Yeah. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of weird though cuz 1990 was the first decade I was cognizant of decades. Like cuz obviously I was four when I got into 1980 and so I didn't really see that transition from the 70s to the 80s mm. but the 80s to the 90s was the first clear oh this is a new decade so yeah it's kind of weird to think that was 30 years ago and then you know 30 years from now is 2050 so yeah. Very, uh, we very might weird. not be here anymore. We may have fallen off the side of the <laughs> earth. <laughs> yeah. My God, are you a flat earther too? <laughs> Some God has picked up the flat earth and just tipped us off. He's just picked it up and tipped us off. He's like, nah, you fucked this planet up. You're getting gone. Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. I love that you were like half comedy, half soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> We started yeah. the episode talking about 
My Fat Cat, and then we went into viruses. Mm. We've done well. Earth. We've covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And thought- we haven't even started what we set out to cover in this episode. Well, it's early days, uh, yeah. I mean, we're only 11 minutes in. what we have to cover in, is which- probably depressing. Yeah. Did, your, did your cat, like, when you feed your cat, uh, does it eat all of the food, like the solid bits, or does it just lick all the yeah, flavour off and leave the rest? He just the, the gravy. He's such a shit. Okay, I mean, so my cat does that too. And he scratches the cupboard until he gets more, and he'll just keep scratching. Fucking idiot. He, so, he, he is. I've got all the swears today. I know. It's like, let Sorry, it out, right? I know. Bad. He just keeps scratching and he'll look, Meow, and it's like, you have food. And, it, you know, so. That's why I'm, I'm like. Because, go like, Rogue never used to be like that. You'd give her food, mm. she'd eat the food, she'd walk away. Yeah. But, but Ghost has got to this point now where she's just like, she wants the wet food, but she only wants to lick the flavor off and leave the, the solid bits behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, Emily, the texture doesn't look that yeah. great. It's like, dude, you're so skinny. Just it's eat, such eat. such like uh-huh. an old man thing. Like, I just want the soup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just the soup. It's easier for me to eat the soup. Like, do you know what I mean? It could be. And you know what? She's old. Let her have what she wants to have. Yeah. She doesn't have long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I keep enjoy. on thinking, but she's still around. Yeah. Like, she's still good. She's, yeah, mm-hmm. like she's so skinny. She hasn't really eaten a proper meal. Like every now and again, she'll go through a phase where she eats lots of biscuits and you're just like, okay, cool, that's good. But she just like, she's so skinny. It's going to be a sad still- day. For all of us. Mm. Yeah. Well, we've all lived with her from mm. like at one time or another. Yeah, so, yeah. we have. That's mm. true. Yeah. Aw, gross. <laughs> yeah, just stick around for a little bit longer. Just get through this, like, you know, this this period of coronavirus and stuff and then you can go. Like, we just we can't deal with, like, our holiday plans getting cancelled and losing our cat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my darling. Oh, my God. Is that possibly happening? No. Uh, it's, it's, it's a distinct possibility. Anything, anything's a possibility. Like yeah. you never know where the, where the world is going to mm. go. Um, but uh, They might get over themselves and just go, oh, it's just another virus mm. where like, you know, if you're 80, you might die of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But it's uh, the thing that I, I read an article um, uh, <laughs> and I was saying about the, the one of the, the dangers of it is that kids, uh, apparently they don't actually get it too bad. They like get the virus and then they get over it kind of thing. Mm. So just um, carriers. And some of them actually get it and don't even show symptoms of it. And so the kids can well, that's not be. Good. Yeah. So don't, if you've got kids uh, in areas. <laughs> don't touch them. Don't touch the kids. No, no, no. Don't, if, you've got, <laughs> if you've got kids. No, seriously, but don't. Yeah, no, no. But if you've got kids and you've got grandparents and you like your grandparents and want them to stick around, don't have the kids go near the grandparents until mm. this is all over. Yeah, good idea. Because you just don't know. And and they're, they're oh. saying they're going to try to stop kids from going to old folks' homes. Don't know how many kids are going, this is, I'm bang up for old folks' homes. That's my weekend trip. But, uh, yeah, they're trying to keep the kids away from it. No, but the, people take their I know, yeah, grandkids yeah, yeah. to go see them and stuff. We um, Our daycare has uh, some people from an old folks' home come and visit occasionally oh, cool. so they can interact and, you know. So stop the interaction just for a while, just until yeah. we figure things out. Because uh, you know the the virus won't knock out the kids, but it will take out your grandparents. So. Yeah, but like I mean, there was a um, a woman in in Perth in our city mm. who came back from I don't know it was like Cuba via London or something like that. She went to a concert last night, which will be like a couple of weeks ago, um, to go see like a symphony orchestra thing. And so now authorities are like trying to desperately get in contact with the people that were sitting around her because she was diagnosed this morning. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's just like it's hard because it's not like you know that you've got it until you get tested. I know because it could just be a normal cold. Yeah. And then it turns out to not be a normal Mm. cold. So then you end up missing all of this time at work. 
if you don't need to. Well, you shouldn't go to work if you've got a cold or a flu anyway. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Stay the hell at home and don't yeah, get your co-workers. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That is very true because yeah. a lot we of people... We like morals and that's that's all morals or um, a lesson. Standards. We're all about lessons. But I think I think we've we've had like from work, people get pushed and they, they feel like, oh, no, I've got to go to work even though I'm sick. Mm. And it's so bad because it's like going to you know make your other co-workers sick and like it's just not worth it. It depends on what kind of workplace you worked in. Like I had my own office at the old, old job, so I wasn't interacting with people much. But then I didn't – I also didn't get sick much at that mm, job mm. because I had my own office. Yeah, right. So of course. Now I definitely get sick more often because you got more customer contact and stuff. Oh, just like more contact with people because there's so many people around me. Mm. I don't have my own little like hideaway from people. Mm. But you know, yes, it is true. Mm. If you're sick, stay home. Yes, quite right. Uh, but yeah, now that we've done our PS. <laughs> oh, and um, uh, sing Barley Girl. We haven't talked about assholes today. To wash it. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I used to like I sing a song for Bryce that's 15 seconds long to wash his hands to, but apparently it's supposed to be 20 seconds yeah. now. Mm. So someone posted up some 90s songs that if you know the lyrics to, you can sing while you're washing your hands. That Pauline Pants Down one was one. Oh no, I did. Oh, you've seen a different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, racist rubbish, racist hate. Like if you go through, like there's a whole section of that that you can go through um uh, the opening to star trek you know space uh i I can't remember the whole final frontier that's all i know well i guess i'm done yeah if you say that whole bit but not just that bit you've got to do the The long bit yeah. yeah um if you say that while you're washing your hands um you can um, you can also achieve the 20 wonder, second rule. In brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Hey, hey, wait, 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 in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evils might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. Yeah, you're falling short. Even even generously, it was nine seconds. So if you do that twice. Well, I'd go three times just to yeah. be sure. Uh, one Where's of them my... was the Macarena. You do the like the Macarena. Yeah, but you don't know the lyrics. But you can do it while you like washing your hair. But instead, just have the hands washing each other. Favorite meme was the Jason Momoa. Like, wash your hands like you're washing Jason Momoa. Oh, my God. I saw that and I put, but where are we washing this? (laughs) You shouldn't use soap in that. Yeah, that'll sting. Ouch. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have one. What if I can do the night before Christmas? Was the night before? Hang on, wait, wait, wait. We have to wait. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the... And are you going to do the whole book? I don't know if I can do the whole thing. Okay. Uh, Stopwatch and... See how long you're going to go Go. Go. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the fireplace, uh, fireplace with care in the in the. Oh, I th- I, I yeah, no, no, fail, no, fail. No, I think you can't remember. That's coronavirus fail, mate. Uh, <laughs> but you think my, my hands be so clean? COVID nineteen. No. Oh, COVID nineteen. Oh. Sorry. Um, That's my singing done. Who's been drinking more Corona since but the But do you think it's away? alarming that people have to be <laughs> told me. how to wash their hands? Wash their hands? It, it is a little bit alarming like because I've always gone the 15-second rule because you're told to sing the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, D. Hang on, A, B, C, D, I passed all of my classes at school. Oh, my God, your parents told us the other day. Apparently, 
when you wee, you're supposed to wee to the alphabet. And if you fall short, like if you stop weighing before the alphabet finishes, prob- then you probably shouldn't have gone to the toilet. Oh. oh, interesting. What if you can go through the alphabet five times? Oh, occasionally I do that. You probably should have gone a bit oh. earlier. <laughs> Apparently I always go to the toilet too soon. Because I I like I had to go for a big wee the other day and I only got up to like maybe pee. We don't know if this has been verified. <laughs> this is yeah, we are not doctors. Um, uh, yeah, we're not doctors. This is, is the portion of the This is the medical portion. I also of the room. heard that the way that women sit on toilets, we don't fully empty our bladders properly. Yeah, you're supposed mm. to lean forward and actually have your feet on top of a tiny stool. Yeah, so and that is for I pooping thought that was as well. Pooping, yeah. I, I, well, so it's I, more I, of a maybe, squat kind of position. Maybe it's only pooing. I don't know. I, I definitely heard <laughs> this. I definitely <laughs> medical portion of the show. Anyway, Why let, do we always we're 20 minutes in. We haven't even started. I'm going to wrap. I'm sorry, guys. I'm okay. Moving. You're. Um, I can't do the cracking the whip. Bit on, on this episode of Tangent City uh, with me, Cecilia, Rachel, hello, Cat. <laughs> Um, Hello, dear. We're going to talk about films uh, that we can't watch again. They're not necessarily bad films. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just films that we don't want to see again for whichever reason. It might be because we find them too emotional. It might be because we hated the ending. It might be because we loved the ending, but we just don't feel the need uh, to see the film again or sit through three hours of, you know, the film um, if it's a long one. Um, you know, so for example, I think Titanic is a really really good example of a film that I don't think I need to see again. You've only seen Titanic once. I've seen it once, yes. So, okay, I guess we're going to come up with some ones here that we're going to disagree on. Yeah, I think so. I've seen Titanic way too many times. I, I think I watched it when I was so young and I was so emotional about it that I don't know if I could put myself through that oh. again. Like, I, I cried so much at the ending of that film that I just don't know if I could put myself through that. Um, I so that. I, I actually have watched the film again, but not completely to the end. Oh. So I always kind of stop. Same as um, Moulin Rouge, I tend to stop that before the end and I pretend it's a happy ending. <laughs> um, so occasionally I will watch films and I'll stop it at an appropriate point and go, that's how this film is ending. Like Marley and Me. What, yeah. So, so I've do, never do, seen so that. Would you, yeah, would don't you, do it to yourself. <laughs> would you stop Titanic before they hit the iceberg? Basically. So it's just like a lovely trip it's there. An, oh, <laughs> oh so, and they danced know, and, the, and yeah, <laughs> it's only an hour long. <laughs> yeah, you know, they go on a cruise, um, they meet, they fall in love. And then they bang each and, other and that's, and that's the end. Yeah, and someone draws a portrait, you know, um, that's perfect. That's a perfect film. It ends <laughs> after they have sex. Yeah. Right, basically, and then yeah. I just imagine them getting off in the Caribbean. They already got off um, <laughs> somewhere in the car. Didn't you see this one? Yeah. Yeah. Pirates. Leo's got like this, you know, fedora um, and Hawaiian shirt Speaking on. Uh, is it Cuba? Maybe. Yeah, like, maybe they go to Cuba. Yeah, yeah, Kate Winslet's got this sundress on, but yeah, Leo's definitely got a fedora. Got Have ma- I got the movie for you? Titanic Two. Have you seen? There's a trailer that cuts together all of the other movies that Kate Winslet. And Leo have either been in together or apart, <laughs> and it starts with like Jack returns, and it's him oh, like no. you know the movie The Beach, him oh, falling yeah. onto the beach. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you're going to have to send us I'll the have, link to I'll that have one. I'll find it gold. and send it to you. But Atonement is a film that um, I loved and thought was amazing, but I don't know if I can I've, – I've watched part of it again, um, but only the start, and, and then I remember the other bits that go on in the film and decide I don't have the heart to watch mm. the rest of it. There's lots of stuff in there that's hard, like the, the World War Two scene where they're killing horses and then yeah. – but just right at the end – have you guys seen it? Not yes. great film. Remember we brought it on DVD or Blu-ray or something and we didn't watch it for ages and ages and ages and then you really annoyed me. I'm just like, right, we're going to watch Atonement. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was, it was Kate, Kira Knightley, wasn't it? Kira Knightley yeah. and um, oh, Saoirse that, Ronan when that, she was is young. The, is that the old people talking about the young stuff that's happening? No, that's no. the notebook. The notebook, yes, sorry. Yes. I'm never going to watch that again, but not because <laughs> I was so emotional, just because it was shit. It was so bad and I, I thought it was supposed film. to be really, really good. So many people hate are it. obsessed with that film. Ugh. I honestly can't remember Atonement at all. Well, uh, well, block your ears? I don't know. At the oh, end, she's, she's talking about the guilt. Bryony, the character, is talking about the guilt that she felt over what happened to her sister and, you know, her, the love of her life. And I left the cinema feeling the weight of that guilt that this 90-year-old woman had lived with all her life and thought how incredibly sad that is. Mm. And, uh, you know... I'm like, I don't know if I can do that again. <laughs> My mum's like, oh, what did you think? And I'm like, I can't talk. I can't talk. It's too sad. I have the book and I've never been able to read the book because I already know what happens in I've, the film. I've got and the I'm book like, oh, and I, I also I haven't read the book. Yeah, so it's, it's mm. a tough one. I think it tends to be these films that um, make us a little emotional that we just don't want to go back and put ourselves yeah. through. Uh, you know, there's lots, for example, I think. I think there's exceptions. Or scary that, ones. <laughs> oh, no. or scare, oh, yeah, or scary films. Well, yeah, because I'd never watch um, Red Dragon again. That was oh. like one and done, and like I, I didn't sleep that that night. I've not seen Red Dragon. That was the sequel is to that the one with Edward Norton? or the prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Um, I think it was Mark Ray Ruff- Fiennes. No, Ray Fiennes. I feel like Edward Norton is in that. So one. do I. Yeah. I'm not sure what role he played. I can't remember. Hmm. I, I find sometimes like horror films, I don't know if this will probably offend you, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I find the sort of horror films I'm usually one and done with. Yeah. Uh, like Wolf Creek. Like yeah. when, who needs to see that again? Yeah, when, when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, I enjoyed that film. That was really good. I never need to see that again. Yeah. And then I saw Wolf Creek 2 and I went, what the hell are they doing here? It's like, they, yeah, that the, was pretty bad. The first one was very based in reality. The mm-hmm. second one got really just Freddy Kruegerish and stupid. Um, but uh, yeah, so a lot of a lot of horror films I can uh, you know see see the once and then also yeah. the suspense is lost too. Exactly, exactly. So. You do you do lose that, and that's a um, another thing is like a lot of those films where there's a, a twist. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you've seen the film and you know the twist, then I mean, how many people have watched Sixth Sense more than once? Me, multiple times, yeah. many many times. I bought the DVD and watched it over and over and over again. Oh, that's interesting. And I choose to not look at the logic of the film because don't do that; it'll ruin it. Right. Um, but the Babadook is one um, that I've watched and I would like to see again, but it was just so intense. And again, Pan's Labyrinth, I talk about this a lot. Oh, see, it's one that I always want to go back and watch, but, but I can't. It's I'm so creeped out. I don't want to look at the the hands. Do the hands again. with the eyes. Oh, the pale man, I think they call it. Creepy, creepy. There's another movie that's kind of like that, that I watched. I'm so glad that I watched it, but I don't think I could bring myself to watch it again. Um, it might have been another one of his movies. Um, oh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, sorry, I was going to say Emma not you to Mama Tambien. No, no, that's... I never. No, oh, uh, actually, oh, is that oh. even his? That's not his. 
Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it is. I think it well, is. Was that Alfonso Curian? Oh no, that can't Alfonso be. Alfonso Caron. Sorry, Sorry, I'm mixing up my um my Spanish directors with sexy accents. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of the movies. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. They're kind of like your the movies that you really liked seeing it, but you just never want to see it again. That um oh who's the guy? Oh no, that's terrible. Um, I've got a complete mind blank on his name. New York guy. Um, Woody Allen. Yes. A lot of Woody Allen movies. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, this is where the connection comes in. The, um, you know, that you're on the same frequency as and husband the, and wife. Yeah. Oh, the New York guy, Woody Allen. Woody I'm Allen. like, that could be anyone. And Lewis is like, Woody Allen. Pretty that's, rare that there's a filmmaker that's like, who else is from New York? Anyway. Um, Lots of people. A lot of his movies, <laughs> like, you watch them and you're kind of glad that you watch them, but you never really go back to watch them, probably with the exception of Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh, I do love that film. Mm, I could watch that over and over again. I um, I, I just like um the Javier Bardem's accent. Oh, yes, Javier. Yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> but that is one of the only Woody Allen films that I like. I have to admit, Midnight mm. in Paris is good, but I have an issue with him to... himself. Yeah, I don't think I could watch it again mm. with that said. But um, Maria Elena, that's what I get. I was trying to remember her name. Uh... Uh, Penelope Cruz's name is Maria Elena, and you have to say Maria Elena. Maria <laughs> Elena. Can you imagine saying Maria Elena? Yeah. No, you can't. You have to say Maria Elena. <laughs> Do you know another film which was in my top ten a couple of years ago? Uh, a ghost story. Mm-hmm. Now, that film is so good and mind blowing to me, but it's so exhausting to watch because I remember there's that one scene where the, he's kind of laying down before he gets up as a ghost. And it goes for like ten minutes or something, and then he finally like gets up. But the whole film is this big existential philosophical look at life that it just I could not put myself through that again that was funny because I remember I didn't go watch the movie but I met you in Leaderville to have lunch afterwards and you were with someone else who were you with was it Rachel or was it Diane Dave maybe oh could it have been Alex was Alex still here at that point because I know he really enjoyed that film like no it was just like because I remember it just being like a thank god you didn't watch that movie it was so bad (laughs) I love the film. It's just like to watch that again would just be exhausting. It's only because like the film, I hate uh, when they don't use time efficiently and they they, they just dwell on things. And that scene where like he is lying there and doesn't get up for minutes on end, it's kind of like, I know, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. I get it. Yeah. Just move on with How it. How long did that go for? Was it five or longer than five it was, minutes? It was a long think? time. Yeah. Wasn't there a scene where she eats a whole cake? She yeah. Eats the cake. Yeah. yeah. That's all. I never saw it. I just yeah. remember you describing and it. And she legit eats the entire yeah. thing. There's no cutaway at yeah. all. Like it's actually her doing it. Like oh, I feel like she's doing it. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that was the the yeah. case. And again, yeah. and again, it was kind of like. Okay, we get it. She's still get it, and she's gonna eat a cake. I still, still get like it. that film, but I just don't think I could ever yeah. put myself through that again, like <laughs> ever. What was the movie? Um, was it um, Space Odyssey? Two thousand and one, oh, Space Odyssey. God. You have never seen. So we went to go see it. They were doing this thing at the um, the Northbridge Piazza. They had two screens going, and it was kind of like a silent um, silent disco. So you had headphones and you could switch it between the two movies yeah so it's kind of cool um so you had 
2001 A Space Odyssey playing and which which other space movie was it? It was a modern one. Gravity? Gravity. Yeah. yeah. And so you had them playing. Lewis wanted it because he'd watched Gravity. He decided that he was going to watch 2001 A Space Odyssey. And we were walking away from the movie and like, the only way I can describe your reaction was that you had like a, a violent reaction to it. <laughs> I, I, and I don't use that term lightly. It was literally he was stompy. There was something very physical about the reaction that he had. He was stompy. He was so angry. Were you angry you wasted three hours of your life? No, because he could have just watched fucking Gravity on this, just switched the freaking thing over. <laughs> Like, I would have done that within the like the whole the first twenty five minutes, the ape bit. Mm. That's as far as I've got with that movie. I can't get past the ape stuff. I'm like, everyone says this is good, but I just can't do it. I'm yeah. gonna completely lie. No, actually, tell the truth. Sorry, and say so I've never seen that film. You- See, I'm not a Stanley Kubrick fan. No, me neither. No. I-, I like The Shining. That's it. Otherwise, hate the guy. Yeah, I'm not a huge hate fan. All of his work, every single one of it. If you are a big fan, I'm very sorry because I know people get very up in arms about their passion for Stanley Kubrick. I am just not one of them. It doesn't matter. He's dead. He doesn't matter. I feel like he's the kind – because I remember when I studied a little bit of film at university, you're kind of expected to like certain directors. Uh, um, And we were made to watch all his films. All of them. uh, Well, we had to watch – I didn't watch 2001 as Space Odyssey. I ignored that one, but um, A Clockwork Orange. And all those films. And I think that you're taught to really like them, but you really got to come up with your own opinion. And and I realised yeah. very early that I wasn't actually a fan of his. Mm. The Shining is a great film, but you've got to consider the source material. I think it's the source material, yeah. which is Stephen King's work, that I actually admire. It's not necessarily even the film mm. or the directing that I particularly enjoyed. See, since we're talking about Stanley Kubrick, he's got two movies that I have sat through which I will never watch again. Clockwork Orange is one of them, and I know a lot of people are fanatic about that film, but there's some violence in there and sexual violence in there. I just I can't watch it. It's just too much for me. Mm. And then Eyes Wide Shut as well. Oh, I can't yeah. ever watch that again. That's bizarre. It's very weird, and I think Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise being forced into that position as well, like yeah, like they're a married couple that I think was po- possibly having issues at that mm. time. So it all feels a bit contrived and gross. I don't know. I, I can't watch that again either. No, I can understand that. I've I've not actually watched it, but like it just shot. seemed like it was a bad idea mm. and, and i don't know I, and a lot of people bagged it out yeah, anyway i got annoyed by it because they knew they had a bad film on their hands mm. and they advertised it as really sexy and like you know ooh, get to see nicole Kidman naked ooh. and then did you i can't even remember yeah yeah totally like the advert was her like standing in front of a mirror looking at herself for like a minute what even the downstairs uh yeah everything Really? You saw, yeah. Maybe I do need to see it again. And all her clues. Well, I mean, Tom Cruise basically walks into this weird orgy for yeah. quite a lot of it. Yeah, yeah that's like wandering just around. Which... Isn't the um the, like the the thing is like he has a dream where he thinks that she cheated on him, and so he goes around town looking for ways to cheat on her or something uh, like. I can't uh. actually remember the. I just remember him walking in and having the mask, and then him being found out because you have to be invited, mm. uh, and he's eventually caught and. And, yeah, there's so much happening under the surface of this film that it's trying to say, but I, I didn't get any of it, to be honest. Like, I'm usually good at 
understanding films, but I guess I studied it. So (laughs) yeah, I didn't really get this film that much, but interesting. Same as another film is like Shutter Island. Like I guess the ending to that that was like so. I like that film, and I didn't guess the ending, so maybe I'm a bit dim. But I don't think I saw it. Oh, I really, really enjoyed that film. He Leo had a good year that year because it was that and um, the world forming into itself um dream in a dream in a oh, dream inception. in a dream inception yeah, yeah. i enjoyed oh, inception that one because <laughs> <laughs> that's the music in it <laughs> yeah 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 here's the um the the, the snops for eyes wide shut after his wife alice tells him about a sexual fantasy william hartford sets out for a night of sexual adventure after several less than successful successful encounters he meets an old friend who tells him about a strange sex party where he's required to play the piano blindfolded that's right <laughs> and he has to yeah he has to be able to do something and he realizes he can't do it mm. and then he gets caught out or something but mm. there's this weird scene where he goes to this other place and there's this weird relationship between that's the costume shop right yeah the costume okay. shop part. i don't remember much about it i just remember yeah. it being weird remember like the young girl there yeah. and she must be having a relationship with or is it her father no, I, don't, I don't know mm. I, I can't remember but i just remember like what the actual f yeah. is this film let's um go through some movies about war that we don't ever want to see mm. again um the boy in the striped pajamas did any of you see that i nope. did and I don't think I could ever see this film no, again. No, it's... Brilliant film. Yeah, devastating. Dating. Absolutely devastating. Is that the film about a young Nazi boy who befriends a Jewish boy who's in the concentration camp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're on either side of the fence. And oh, do I want to give away the I ending? Like that oh, it was decades ago. It's so long now that it, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of your bad. You don't <laughs> I think know. I just realised the guy from Sex Education is in that. I'm pretty sure the... Um, the Butterfield uh, dude, Asher Butterfield, is is the young one of the young boys in that film. Yeah, I think he might be. Um, but so yeah, he's having this conversation with the boy in the striped pajamas, and the striped pajamas obviously is the the uniform. Mm. And you know, the boy who's the Nazi child decides to go under and join his friend. Oh, to play, which is not a good idea. No, because. We see smokestacks, yeah, and that's the what you're left with. So, oh, um, and it's like heart wrenching. It's um, yeah, Asher Butterfield. I was correct. Oh, David Thewlis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Isn't it devastating? He goes under to play with his friend, and then they all get caught and um, smoke. And yeah, it's 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 just full insane. on. And, and Schindler's List is another war movie that I don't think I could ever watch again. Oh, it's again. so long as well. It is really what, long. What's the playtime for that? Is that around the four hours or something? I just remember oh, it God, being really? very, very long. Yeah. I think we had to watch it at school. For, um, really? I think so, yeah. Wow. I, think, I went to a Catholic school. They're really up on the guilt stuff. Yeah, yeah, no joke. <laughs> I think some versions of Schindler's List plays out in two parts and you get like, oh, the two okay. part. I think. I could be wrong. Or it might be just special features. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> Oh, gosh, watching special features after that. I think any of those war movies, particularly things around the Holocaust, are just devastating. Like, you're always glad that you watched it, but you, I think there's very few of them that you'd want to see again. Yeah. Three hours and 15 minutes, I can like confirm. The, was it The Woman in Gold, that one about the um, the painting Klimt. by Klimt? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Like, that was a great movie, stunning movie, but just, like, the suffering and you're just, like, so glad that I watched it. 
but just heart-wrenching and just you don't know whether you can put yourself through that ringer again. It's like you were saying about those sad movies. And it boggles the mind. Like you can't understand why a human would do that to another human. Like it just doesn't make any sense to us. So it's like it's just maddening. Um, So this is one out of left field, Green Mile. Oh, yeah, that makes sense because it's quite sad. It's sad and then there's that scene where the douchebag puts the sponge on the guy's head dry Mm. and he Mm. catches fire. Mm. Yeah. I mean, just so horrific to watch. That guy is a prick anyway. The guy who plays the prick is an actual prick, so it's fine. What, the actor's a prick? Yeah, yeah. I think his name's Doug something. Oh. He was in, um, he was in uh, two episodes of The X-Files, Squeeze and Tombs. Yep, total nerd right here. <laughs> Season one, episode three was Squeeze and then Tombs was later down the track. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Why don't you do an X-Files podcast? This is geeking brilliant. Geeking out because... Um, Kamal um, Kamal uh, Nijani already did one. Oh, cool! So it's good. He's he's probably a little bit more famous than me, and he <laughs> interviewed some famous people. I don't know anyone famous. Um, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. But he ended up marrying like a sixteen-year-old chick, and not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just that he was fifty-two, and just he's he's come out and said quite. Anyway, you can do your own research on him. He's, do you know what's he's interesting, gross. though? It's like people say that's gross, but then you look at Leonardo DiCaprio, who's with, like, 22-year-olds as well. But, like, he doesn't get as much shit as, like, other people. He's better looking. And also, but like, age of consent. No, I know. Yeah, that's like, true. the adults. Yeah, but there's still men who are, like, his age and date, like, 22-year-olds and they yeah. get a bad rap. And it's like, well... I mean, I have no issue with it at all. If you if it's consensual, it's consensual. Do what you want. Like, I just sixteen like, for me, sixteen just still feels like your brain is not oh, fully developed. Yeah. Like, he's still a child. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, like, of course. By the definition of the law. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. that he, her mother had to sign to say that she could get married to him. Yeah. And I think if you have to get permission from your parents, oh, you're too young. Yeah. Then you're too young to <laughs> be married. No, no, no. I do agree. I'm, I mean, I'm probably referring to other cases, yeah. not that one particularly, uh, but. That just kind of brought my mind to it. Mm. So, uh, hey, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, so if you've got daddy issues, go for it. <laughs> not, not for me. Um, I like to date the younger men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. You're a cougar. I am a cougar. Mm. I, I did actually date a 17 year old when I was 23 for about three weeks. For three weeks, mm-hmm. until I had sex with him, and I was like, "Oh, that was rubbish." <laughs> <laughs> so your age standard just went up just a little bit um, just a couple of years yeah i mean i was young i was relatively wait, wait inexperienced How, anyway he was 17 you were 21 23 23 okay so that was uh what's that six years difference and mm. that, and that was between you and chris two two years oh, okay so you did you did like scale up a bit there oh uh, yeah yeah I, went, I mean this guy was an absolute idiot i i mean i don't even know i think low self-esteem is what made me go out with him i'm like he's really good looking and muscular he looked like a rugby player but he had no brains did he drive no i had to catch a bus with his house. <laughs> Bloody he hell. lived with his mate he didn't live with his parents oh. but um he he said is that gene cinnamon because i was wearing a kiss <laughs> shirt and so it just became an ongoing joke oh, between me no. and my mates Jeez. And we cinnamon. still make jokes about Gene Cinnamon. So, 
Uh-huh. Well, at least you got value for money. And then we were, we, I remember. The bus trip well spent. We were going into the, is it the Newport, I think, in, in Fremantle, mm. and the guy was carding us. And Paul, I shouldn't have said his <laughs> He didn't. He didn't have his um because he's seventeen. He didn't have anything, and I'm like, mate, would I go out with someone who's? I'm 23, mate. Would I really go out with someone who's under 18, please? And that got him into the. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I met him in a pub. Jeez. Uh, anyway, I t- like by the time we've gotten through like another couple of years, people have heard about all of my experiences. <laughs> This is how my husband's learning about them all. I don't know if I've ever told him about that. <laughs> I have oh, now. you have now. <laughs> and, and my brother. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Always with the overshare. <gasps> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> mm, verbal diarrhea. Sorry. Anyway, 12 Years a Slave is a bad one. Yes, 12 Years a Slave. I think we've mentioned this before, but it's we just have. one of those films where it's, again, a very important part of history that should never be forgotten. And so you've got to watch movies and make movies about these things. Mm-hmm. But they're just so harrowing to watch. Like, when you watch it, you know this happened to people. Like, you know, and both the World War Two and slavery were just dehumanizing people and making people like, you know, seeing certain parts of a society as lesser than other parts. It's, mm. uh, it's, it's terrible. We need to keep making films about it. I just got chills down my spine thinking about the whipping mm. scene. Oh, uh. Just, I, there's a movie that you and I saw together that I remember walking out of. And you and I both going, what the fuck was that? And it was Blue Valentine. Oh, with the Michelle Ryan Williams. Gosling and yeah. Michelle mm. Williams. And there was that scene where People they People loved that movie. I like it. What? But I wouldn't watch it again. Ah. Well, you definitely wouldn't watch it again. But Lewis and I, I remember having a conversation about the disgusting sex scene where like they're, oh, yeah. they're staying at a hotel trying to revive mm. their relationship. And it's so clear that there's no connection and they don't she really doesn't want to be having sex with him and it's oh. happening and it's so uncomfortable to watch i no. will never ever watch that movie again because there were parts where i i i know there are parts of it that i liked and i could see that um why people would enjoy that film but there was something about it that just i there's no way i could watch it again glad i missed mm. it then i think it's the authenticity between like two people who have fallen out of love but feel like they need to be together for the sake of their child and you can see that both of these people don't like each other, but you, they're really trying. And I think there's something really heartbreaking about the whole thing as well, because it flashes back to when they first met and fall mm. in love. And you can see, and like, I think everyone can resonate with that feeling of, you know, first meeting and falling in love with someone. Yeah. But then to imagine hating that person can be quite. Yeah, there's something really um, human about that whole experience, which I think is very relatable. Yeah. So there was another Michelle Williams does some full on stuff. Really, mm. um, she did a movie called Wendy and Lucy. I don't know if you remember much about that, but didn't see it at all. I don't think. Um, a series of un- unfortunate happenings triggered by a financial crisis for a young woman, and she is found falling her life. She's basically living in a car. And she's either got a dog or she someone leaves a dog at a um, at a shopping center, and hmm. so she takes the dog, and then she's with the dog. I, I can't quite remember it, but it's just just so depressing. Yeah, sounds like <sighs> she has a lot of depressing films. Yeah, I wonder if that ever affects her like 
whether she has to get therapy because yeah, of it. Yeah, because she really gets into her roles as well. Sometimes mm. she's not on screen very long. In some films like Manchester by the Sea, she was on screen for like 10 minutes. But Have you rewatched that? Because it's another one I can't watch again. You know, I love this film. I reference it all the time. You all know that. But I've not watched it a second time. Mm. And I don't know if I could watch it a second time. But I still think that it holds up as a really good film. And I think, yeah, Michelle Williams' role in this film was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wonder because she does such – the only movie I remember her having quite a fun role in was – was it Dick? Was that a movie? That her, her, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kirsten, was that the something Kirsten, the president and or the something? And the Watergate thing? That's the best freaking movie. I've, I watched that movie way too many times because it came out when I was working at the video store. Uh. And so I definitely watched it many, many times, her and um, Kristen Stewart. And they were uh, – no, sorry – um, Who was it? Is it Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten Dunst, that's uh, right. And they were best friends and they were just idiots and they somehow bumped into Richard Nixon and and uh, uh, just, oh, my God. Yeah. It's so funny. And then they come up with the stupid, like, name, <laughs> Deep Throat. Oh, no, that's their, like, you really? Know, yeah. It's oh, weird seeing no. her in a role like that and then seeing her in all these really depressing roles I really thereafter. don't think I've seen her in much where she has a smile on her face. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, so a cheery movie. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, mm. there you go. It's kind of weird that mm. she's been pigeonholed in all these roles. Although she was in... Um, Maybe it's what she sees. She was in Venom, though. That was weird. She was in Venom, and it yeah. wasn't really a yeah. very good fit, was it? No, it, she like, felt, felt like she was just dialing it in. Yeah, like, really. it wasn't a good fit. I, mm. I don't know if it was necessarily her. I just don't think I she think was, was suited the, for that I think film. it was the movie. Mm. Um. But she was in another movie last year called After the Wedding that I don't think I could watch again. Oh, yeah, that one with Julianne Moore. Did you see it? I did, yeah. It was really good, but again, too upsetting. Just too much going on. Mm. Um, Oh, she was in I Feel Pretty. Oh, that's right. Actually, yeah, I think that was the most recent one where she was really, but she played a really, oh. She she was really off, off character. So it was very jarring to see her in that film. But anyway. Wow, yeah, like really some really dry roles. Uh-huh, and she was in Shutter Island, I saw. <laughs> she's, she's got some history with like um, – Apparently she's in Cougar Town. I've not watched that. No, I've not watched mm. that either. Hmm. There you go. Interesting. Anyone else got any on their list they wanted well, to – Well, I wrote a list. I don't know if you want to hear it. Yeah, uh, go for it. Precious. Mm. Mm, can't watch that mm, again. That's no. really upsetting. Um, Revenant. It's really cool, but I don't think I could sit through that suspense again. Mm. Uh, American History X, I did rewatch that. I've rewatched thinking, it a couple of times. Oh, see, I don't think I could watch it again because mm. um, the first time I watched it, what left, what I was left with was the curb scene. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it again, the curb scene was horrific, but there was also a scene at a shopping centre or a grocery store that I've completely forgotten about that was just horrific mm. like really horrible and I'm like yeah I don't need to watch this again and how did I forget this scene it's really gross yeah um and they're used to the n-word and um just all of the racist stuff makes me really uncomfortable mm. um so uh, and I think I've I've named everything else oh nymphomaniac Oh, yeah, who needs to see that again? Definitely not. I haven't even seen it for the first time. Do you know what? what? I haven't either. <laughs> who was it's, in it? Is it? It's a last one tree, right? Yeah, oh. you've got Charlotte Gainsbourg, um, Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf. Um, and 
Skarsgård, um, Alexander Skarsgård. Right. Just it's no, Alexander's sex. the young one, isn't it? Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really? It, Lots of sex. No. But depressing sex. No, you don't want that. <laughs> no, it's another like blue valentine. just like crying and... <laughs> just people who clearly are addicted to sex and then they regret it every time and they're having sex but it's not about sex it's about something else it's yeah. it's just really depressing really unpeople having uh, unhappy people yeah, having like sex for the movie, wrong reasons uh, wow. shame is it shame with michael fassbender where he plays a sex addict yeah. Yeah. and like that's quite uncomfortable i didn't to watch. see that i have i have a memory of there being something to do with him and his sister living yeah, together yeah it's really yeah, weird yeah that was really odd mm. was that that wasn't michelle who played the sister in that one that wasn't Michelle Williams, I think it was, was Michelle it? Williams. Or was it Carrie no. Mulligan? Was it Carrie Mulligan? No, it was Carrie Mulligan. Mulligan. I get yeah. those two confused yeah. sometimes. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey, what was that film with Carrie Mulligan and Kira Knightley where they were being bred as oh, organ never, donors? Never, never Let Me Go. Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And Andrew um, Garfield. Garfield. Can't yeah. watch that again. Oh, no, no, they were definitely just being not. grown for organ donation. That was fucked up. That was so weird. And, like, just seeing them, like, you know, so they all grow up and everything like that. They're all well looked after and then – like they go and visit a friend and they're like missing an arm and missing an eye and missing a so weird. Oh my god. Creepy. That it is was actually, really gross. Yeah, film that I just yeah, that's traumatic. Mm-hmm. Shall we wrap things up but on that happy a, note? I was gonna say, let's find something happy. <laughs> is there to a talk happy about? film that we can talk about? Is there about a movie that, we, that you watch over and over and over again? Oh good yeah, call. Detroit Rock City, hands down. <laughs> nice. Seen that movie a million times. Dude, there's a start of a porno. <laughs> I don't think dude was invented back then. Um, Maybe it was. Mm, you've got mail but when I was younger uh, it was uh, The Meaning of Life and I also remember watching Death Proof twice in a row because I had the DVD I watched it through and I went yep gonna watch that again wow right there right then right there I did that with Karate Kid when I first watched it but it was on VHS when I first watched it so you had to wait for it to rewind rewind. (laughs) (laughs) be kind rewind oh that's gold Um, Empire Records I haven't watched it in a while but I used to watch that on the regular I'd still go back to that one nice little just like it's got good music in it and it's good fun and Mm. you know Mm. I think Batman uh, 89 uh, is probably the one I've watched the most. Um, just go back and watch it. You haven't watched watch that it. in a while either. No, I haven't watched it in a while, but mm. it, it is a film I've, I've you know, watched and enjoyed every time I've watched it. So. I've yeah. still rewatched the the kids' movies that I was obsessed with, Goonies mm. and, and Labyrinth, and Chris and I were discussing this morning how old does Bryce need to be before we can show him Ghostbusters? Mm. And I'm like, oh, the library sca- scene's pretty scary, so we'll have to wait until he's like six or seven. And I'm like, he'd like um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future, he's, there's no scary things in that. And Chris is like, yeah, there's some swear words though. Yeah, swear like, words and the violence as well with the um, uh, the bullying and stuff mm, like that with Biff. Oh, yeah, and there's basically almost rape in that movie. Yeah. It's really creepy when you think about it. Yeah, and we watched it in the 80s. I know. Yeah, we were really young. His, his mum's like almost getting raped by Biff and then when it comes to the future, he's like this guy that's cleaning their car. Yeah. I don't think I would want a guy who sexually attacked me to be cleaning my car. No. It's a bizarre concept, isn't mm, it? It's the whole, the whole, yeah. But it's still love it, it though. Yeah, I was going to say, we still watch it. <laughs> we just put, put the blinkers mm, on. Sometimes you have to. Mm. So, yeah. So, um, happy times despite. The, but, well, we needed that little palate cleanser, didn't we? we? Did. Just to, yeah. I liked finishing off on, on films that we've, we would rewatch or mm-hmm. have rewatched. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good. Maybe we could start a, um, do another episode of all of those because the list is actually pretty long. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. 
All right, then, people, we will catch you next time. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.